I got love for you, man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> what are we talking about? You know, I'm not here to start any trouble. I'm only going to say nice things about you from now on. I think you're handsome, and I think you're a wonderful host. I'm fat and I'm overweight. Just don't say anything silly. I was waiting for you to say that. I'm not laughing about it. You think this is funny? I take this serious. You know, I don't want y'all to take anything that out of context that I'm saying. He's very funny. He likes to joke around a lot. As a personality and as an entertainer, yes. This is going to be really quick. I'm not taking any questions. Go ahead and get comfortable. I'm going to talk for a little bit. You're listening to Cabby Presents, the podcast. Welcome, 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 welcome to the Cabby Presents podcast. I'm going to start the way I start many of these with an apology. I know some of you guys want this podcast more frequently, which I do too. So I'm working on it. Uh, more importantly, thank you to all those rocking with me for, for some time and continuing to click and subscribe. I'm your host, Cabby Richards. Uh, a couple of things. NBA All-Star Weekend was a whirlwind, but amazing here in Toronto. For the American homies listening that were in Toronto for that weekend, another apology because uh, it was like bitter ex-girlfriend dating one of your friends' weather. Something like minus 125 at night. Uh, so again, my apologies on behalf of the city and the country. Uh, more on that that weekend another time. Uh, and today, I have the pleasure of sharing stories with a talented artist that's in the storytelling business. Some of you know him as Falcon from The Avengers. Others know him as that dude they've seen in almost every movie. He joins me in studio right now. If it's going to be uh, an interview, I'm going to conduct it. So I'll answer my own questions, ask myself the questions, then give y'all the answers. The first time I met this man was at a, a press junket in Los Angeles. It was for the movie Pain and Gain, starring The Rock and Mark Wahlberg. But the memorable performances from that movie were from Anthony Mackie and Rob Corddry. But the thing I remember most about our first interaction was talking about kids games that we played in high school that were really dumb but also painful either emotionally painful or physically painful and recently I had the opportunity to talk to this this actor who 50 50 films later is uh, one of the most versatile in Hollywood and I'm happy to have him here on the Cabby Presents podcast Anthony thank you sir uh, Cabito hey. <laughs> Hola Cabito <laughs> See that I gave oh, you that Yeah thank you, you. No it's it's uh, like you like because we're in Canada our celebrated basketball player Steve Nash and he was famous for assists and you just gave me one Steve Nash bought me a beer before at what? the US Open Oh okay nice well, wait with tennis or golf uh, tennis. Tennis, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In, uh, in, uh, in, in New York. Nice, yeah. nice. I was like, oh, snap, it's Steve Nash. This was when he was like Steve Nash, not when he was Steve Nash. No, but know? he's never been Steve Nash. Nah, he's always I, Steve Nash. Nah, I don't know. Those last what do you two, mean? three seasons, homie. <laughs> homie was stealing money. He no, was stealing listen, money. No, he, earned, he earned that contract. He was stealing money. No, he earned that contract. Those nine, <laughs> nine or ten million from he the was Lakers. stealing money, kid. Listen, you get injured on, on, on work time, then, hey, that's... It just bees like that sometimes. Right? It just bees like that. <laughs> Listen, I don't want to. I want to talk about your New Orleans Hornets a little bit. Pelicans, Pelicans excuse come me. on, baby. Uh, but uh, we'll get to that in a bit. Um, okay, so uh, these games in yep. high school, the painful ones that we played was either was shot for shot. Uh-huh. You punch each other's shoulders. Another one we played, which is really stupid, was if you're talking to a girl. You know, you get that lean up against the locker. You put uh -huh. your right hand up. You're trying to be smooth. Right. 
we would walk by and we'd either punch you in the leg for a Charlie horse or the top of your shoulder. Oh. It was so painful, but we were so, that's how idiotic we were See, as like 14 year olds. We couldn't play that because if you punch somebody, you're going to end up getting a fight in New Orleans. <laughs> you're just like, nah, you, this ain't no game, homie. This is real life. <laughs> <laughs> but even amongst your, your crew, like, would it just escalate to a fight right just, away? Or? Just that fast. As soon as wow. you make a fist, like, Somebody getting in a fight. Like, you sh- straight up keep your hand open at all times. Nothing but high fives in my crew. That's it. No fist pound. High fives. Right, just high fives. Uh, okay. All right. Well, so then, so the, but the game you mentioned, which I uh, like, Rob and I we were like, we we kind of tilted our head a little bit. We we're like, huh? Was uh, what was it called again? It's called kiss, catch, get a little bit. And describe the game. So you see a girl you like, you chase her. That's when. You, when you catch her, you kiss her, and if you kiss her good, you get a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> that is that is definitely a different era. Kids cannot kids get expelled. You can't even touch other kids like no, as a as a kid. That's how days. I go down in the hood, man. It's like I ain't chasing you just to talk to you, <laughs> you know. God, my dude, that's like uh, bordering on assault. That's... No, not, I didn't say kiss, catch, knock you out and get a little no, bit. Man. I, said, I know, but still, do you ask permission to get a little bit? Yeah, well, that's what the kissing for. What you, how you get a little bit? You kiss first. That's when you get a little bit, right? Uh, you're not a kisser, Cabby? No, I am. I am. Uh, dude, my kissing game is strong. Crazy. What? It's A++. Plus plus. <laughs> I'm telling you. I mean, you'll never discover it, and I'm, I'm sure like, you don't want to, but I'm saying my my kissing game is an A++. Plus plus. I don't know. Hot Sauce was over there in the lobby. I, what? Where, where'd she go? I, I don't know. Who's, who's Hot Sauce? Hot Sauce, the cutie in the lobby. Oh. Uh, no, well, listen, I work with her. I'm not even kissing employees. Like, that's, well, that's where the game comes in. Well, listen, let, you're an actor, so you guys can, you guys can get paid in some senses to uh, kiss uh, your other actors, but then, you know, there's like the on-set romances and stuff nah, like that. that, no, that maybe not. God, there are on-set romances, obviously. Yeah, all the time. Oh, and I, like, are you just, uh, do they, do the producers ever be like, hey, listen, I know this is, uh, some charged stuff. I know you guys are young cast, everybody's blah, blah, blah. But listen, if you, can you for these eight weeks not, nah, nah. You never producers, get those. Producers never say that. They want you to have an onset romance because it makes their lives easier. What do you mean? Because everybody's getting along? Usually the actress is so crazy they want somebody or something to calm her down. So they want <laughs> you to have an onset romance. Really? Yeah, yeah. But what if it goes like what if it goes awry in the middle of shooting? Well, that's that's the chances you got to take. Because it wasn't um, wasn't Vince Vaughn when they did the breakup. Vince Vaughn and Jennifer Aniston yeah, weren't they together? They were like together. Yeah. On that movie. Yeah. Yeah. Have Definitely. you what's what's have you um have you seen an onset romance go sideways? I've seen one go foul real quick. I was uh not to mention any names. You can mention them though. <laughs> no one's gonna hear this. This is just uh, just the two of us talking. I was doing this movie with this dude who was in love with this chick. And she was what's hot. the movie? She was bananas, right? What's and, the movie? Uh, <laughs> And uh, she was bananas. Everybody was, like, in it to win it, and she chose this dude. And they were together all the way, and then midway the movie, 
Come to find out, she was sleeping with the little electrician dude. Wow. So he Good come for out, him. like, end of the day work. He come out, she in her trailer. Come on. In her trailer at work. Wow. So everybody's like, yo, you know what so-and-so doing right now? So everybody, like, there were about 20 people outside her trailer, just, like, milling around talking. So the dude come out her trailer, and this actor dude goes ballistic. I mean, crying. What? Like, we be crying. Just, Did want to fight the no, dude? No, 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 no. Like, he went straight in love, crying. What are you doing? How could you do this to me? What? Yeah, yeah, real. As a man, you didn't be like, I mean, the electrician, unless the dude is like 6'8 or built like the rock, no, I'm still you still got to knuckle up. I'm still going at him, kid. <laughs> I'm straight up jumping in your stomach like Neo in the Matrix. I'm taking you down, kid. I get you on the ground, everybody's 5'8. Everybody. I'm taking you down. I don't wow, care. You eat my my yams at yeah. work. I'm taking you down, kid. So what? Like, oh my! So the dude cried, crying, crying. How could you do this to me? Like in front of other people? Oh, or could everybody, everybody, everybody was standing there waiting to see what he was going to do. Oh my goodness! So he's like in the parking lot, talking, laughing, and joking. And dude come walking out her trailer. She come walking out her trailer, looking a little bit begrudged. And he's like, "What? What, what are you guys doing in there?" She's like, "Shut up! What are you guys doing in there? What? Are, hey, buddy, come here. What are you?" How could you do this to me? Whoa. I'm like, that must yo. have been like the hottest dro- like yeah. hottest gossip. Like it was a couple of lots over, like other straight up soap operas. Straight Wait, like did it get out to I mean, I don't know how it insulated. got out to everybody. It but I know everybody, everybody on the crew, but like, did you have friends outside of the movie? Yeah. People were asking, like hitting you up on your phone, like, yeah. yo, what happened? Yo, like what happened with so and so? Yeah. Cause the movie the movie community is so small. So it's not even just the actors. Like, you know. Crew people know crew people. Right. So if you have a boy on a movie with you that's a crew dude, he's like, yo, you heard what happened on so-and-so, right? No. Oh, yeah. So-and-so did this, that, and the third. And when you hit your man on the other movie, yo, did she do this in her trailer? Like that. <laughs> yeah. It's, so it's very much like high school. It is. It, it really is. It definitely is. is. Definitely Oh, is. that's outstanding. Okay, so... um we had a conversation uh, yesterday, and uh, your movie Triple Nine, um, the 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 three nines is a, is a, is a code. It's a a, a police code, right? Um, and we and I, so I was playfully asking you about two codes in in sports, either the a cheat code, which is like. Like basically, like using Steph Curry playing video games, it's like a cheat code, right. or LeBron James, or like if you're having an argument with a friend. Like a sports argument, let's say, and you already have like your trump card, right? And you're just saving it. You're waiting. Right. Yeah, you're waiting. That's like a cheat code because the dude doesn't expect it, or or the the young lady or whoever doesn't expect it. So those kind of the cheat. But then we 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 ventured over to bro code. Bro code. And I almost feel like the see if the electrician and the actor. I guess they're not really. Nah. They're, they're not really friends. No, 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 no. They just work in the same place. Exactly. So there's exactly. no real bro code violation. No, no, no. But if it's your boy, like my thing is this: if we work in the same industry, you know what I mean, or if you my boy, you know certain things are, are off limits. Because first of all, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to, you know, go where you've been. Right. You know what there, I mean. There's an expression. It's kind of offensive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's offensive, and, and I'll bleep that part out. <laughs> yeah. Bleep, yeah. brothers. <laughs> I'm not trying to be your brother. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. We'll be brothers, but we won't be brothers. We won't be brothers. Yeah. Yeah, not negative. <laughs> I do not want to swim in your pool, homie. <sighs> 
It's a small one, unfortunately, <laughs> my friends. Okay, so uh, okay, so uh, Broco, yeah, so so triple. So you're on the you're on the set. And I want to ask you about Shabon because I overheard you uh, being interviewed by Patrick Patterson of the Raptors, and he uh-huh. was he was asking about your preparation to play a police officer. Uh-huh. Now in Triple Nine, you're not like you're kind of a you're kind of a jerk. No, not kind of. You're one hundred percent your character in that film. Right. So like I and. You know, you have to, you were mentioning, you know, you um, there wasn't so much the preparation in the tactical way to play a, a police officer, but you want to honor the, the shield right? In, in a way. But if you're playing a character that's that much of a, <laughs> then like, do you, uh, do you have to say, hey, sorry guys, like the guy that I'm playing isn't really the most, he's not uh, an average cop. He's, he, he kind of walks in dirty waters, right. muddy waters, let's say. No, nah, I mean, you don't have to apologize because we're acting. I mean, if, if I'm on set with you and we're acting and you take it personal, that's a whole nother conversation we got to have. You know what I mean? It's like, this isn't real. This is fake. So if I'm like act- when Jamie Foxx and LL Cool J exactly, fought on, uh, exactly, on any, any given, given su- Sunday, right? Nah, 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 nah. If you knuckle up to me on set, is we literally shutting down for week because I'm I'm gonna make an example of you so quickly have you seen a fight have you have you I mean I've I've been in just like arguments yeah yeah yeah. I've seen some crazy arguments I've seen some people almost get in a fight Um, I almost got in an altercation once with who Anthony, listen. It's just the two of us talking. Man. Like just, this is nobody, this is basically how we, we would talk in my living room, and Sports Center would be on, or some game would right, be on, and right. we're eating. You're eating popcorn. I'm eating all dress ruffles, right. which you guys don't have all in the U.S. Dress. All dress ruffles, dude. It's salt, salt and vinegar, ketchup, and I think barbecue. Oh my god! It is unbelievable. No, it's unbelievable. <laughs> yeah, I, and I murder a whole bag. That's why I have this uh, <laughs> friggin' inner tube around my stomach. But sorry, you've seen some some alter. You almost got into a uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you know, cats try you. You know what I mean? Like you show up on set, and you know, cats see you in movies, and they think because you're not like oh, you Hollywood, you this, that, and the third. Like, nah, nah, I ain't Hollywood. This is a job. You know, when this job over, we can go down the streets <laughs> quick. So don't get it twisted, you know? So, you know, cats just come at you sideways, you know? And I just, I don't take kindly to that. But now that I'm older, you know, I'm 37, so I ain't got to, uh, I'm too old for that. Now. So when did that one happen? Do you remember? Like yeah, how many I years ago? I was 20, what is it, 24? Was I that was, on a film set or were you on it was, stage? It was on, it was on a film set. On a film set. It was set. on a film set. And um, this actor said something to me that I thought was really questionable. We were talking about diet. Because, I, you know, I worked, I went to Juilliard. So I did dialects and stuff like that. And um, That is like, that is the most prestigious right. drama school in your country. Right. And... A friend of mine is auditioning for this um, this TV movie that they're that they're doing a colloquial uh, African accent. So I'm helping him phonetically write out his accent, right? So turn to me and go, oh, oh, yeah, you gonna you gonna you gonna let them tell you how to be Black Juilliard? All right. This is not the guy you're helping. No, this is somebody else just watching. Whole nother dude, right? So I ask him a simple question. I'm like, yo, Jay, let me ask you a question. What's my mama's name? He said, what? I said, what's my mother's name? He was like, man, I don't know your mother. I was like, good, so you're not my daddy. So if you talk to me like that again, it's going to be a problem. So he go, man, shut the... F-. And as soon as he did that, it was on like Donkey Kong. So, I mean, so it was like shut face it. to it face, was like... On, like Donkey Kong. <laughs> and you guys are just like rehearsing for I'm helping you're helping him for an audition. His, I'm helping him. I'm like, you know, buy me a six pack. I'll help you. We're cool. 
And he came at me like that, and I I went at him, and he decides to run away. So I'm chasing this around set. What? I'm chasing this around set. What? Chasing, wow. chasing oh. wow. around set. So, because I wanted it, I wanted it. Yeah, I, when I, I obviously I wanted it bad. You, you had that I, thirst. You I like... wanted it bad. <laughs> you know, even if I lose a fight, like every because I I used to be I used to do boxing. So, like every year and a half to two years, I'm just like, I just I want to get in a fight. But you can't now. But I can't. So I usually just go to the gym, right? And you know, either beat up on somebody or let somebody beat them out of me. <laughs> <laughs> so what? What is? What is the? Uh, what's the vibe like when you have a bunch of alphas? See, in Triple Nine, there's you're you're acting with Casey Affleck, uh, Clinton. Alpha. No, uh, yeah, Clinton uh, Curtis. Clinton Clint Curtis, uh, Chiwetel Ejiofor. Right. Uh, hold on, let me think. Oh, Norman and Norman um, Reedus. Norman Reedus, right? Aaron Paul and Aaron Paul. Like, right. so there's. I mean, you guys are all all alphas. Is it, does it ever get testy? Or Not at it, all. I mean, the thing about it is, when you're an alpha, you know you're an alpha. So when you're in a room full of alphas, it's cool because everybody, nobody, don't have to prove they're alpha. Right, right. When right. you walk, when I walk in a room, you know an alpha's in the room. Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> you, it's like, all right, you know, it ain't like I have to brace up and go, hey, look at me. It ain't all that. Shit. Yeah. You know, if a motherfucker doing that, he ain't no alpha. You know? Gotcha. Yeah. So when we were on set, it was easy breezy. We had a great time. We nice. enjoyed Atlanta to the fullest. Sick. When you're on when you're on the Avengers or uh the, well you're in the Captain America movies, but you're in the the sec no, the first Avengers. Yeah. No, 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 no. The Just second one. The second Avengers, yeah. excuse me. Um and you're I mean, there's like twelve, fifteen actors or whatever. Are are there ever because of the guys that are physically fit and like are gym rats yourself, you you know, you say you, you box, is, is there ever like Every, does everybody throw around like health advice? Like, oh, you know, you did acai bear. Like, it's always like the new. Oh yeah, oh, yeah avocados in your breakfast in your friggin' Captain Crunch, or <laughs> or dudes are giving you. They're just like you know they're they're changing cameras or whatever. So dudes are like talking about a certain kind of diamond pushups. Is that does that kind of conversation go on? No, nah, that happens all the time, especially when Hems, Hemsworth is on set because dude is just. I mean, when he when we shoot, he's massive. Right, okay. he leans out when we're not shooting, but he gets massive for. Uh, to play Thor, Thor. Yeah. so you know most of the time we do we we're so competitive we'll do like push-up contests we'll do it like that <laughs> just to you it's know awesome. just to like to pass time you know we'll yeah chris chris evans is by far the most competitive person on earth so what we, well, what is what is, what are those games of competition what does that extend to or those like anything literally anything so it could be arguments it could be physical feats Any, anything well, give, give me one other than we're push-ups in, we're in the parking lot and we're talking and i was like you know we, i was laughing and joking with him about the push-up contest so he goes into his trail and he comes out you have a wiffle ball you know the wiffle yeah, ball? yeah of course he comes out with a wiffle ball and a plastic bat i'm like what are you doing he's like i bet i can hit the ball if you throw it where that came from? That had nothing to do with what we were talking about, dude. You are the most competitive person on earth. So it literally with the two of us. How did it go for the with the wiffle ball? No, nah, he was he was nice with the wiffle ball. Oh, I'm so. awful. I'm awful at wiffle ball. Like I ground out every time. He was hitting it across the fence. I oh mean, wow! Okay, smacking it. Okay, smacking it. So okay. So speaking of uh, feats of of competition, physical competition, whatever, whatever. The uh, NFL Combine is yeah. on right now. Yeah. And uh, you hear stories of like 
these young, you know, college players getting asked the most bizarre questions. I believe Des Bryant once in one of his interviews was asked if his mother was a prostitute. Yeah, if his mom was a prostitute. Yeah, yeah, yeah and yeah. like another dude the other day asked uh, was asked if he's um, attracted to his mom. Right. Yeah. That, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And uh, uh, what was the other way? If uh, if you could kill somebody and get away with it, would you? Right. I don't know. If, I mean, for actors, you know, I don't know what it's like for produce, like when you sit with a producer or a director and you have conversations about movies and stuff. But have you been asked anything really out of the box? Um, I was I was this is another one of those touchy moments in my career. There was this really well-known director who uh, was directing this movie that I was meeting with him for. And um you know, he was <laughs> Anthony, like, man, like on. this, it's like, it's We're like, you know, friends. Listen, it's like, it's like speaking to you and all I get is just redacted. <laughs> the transcripts all redacted, just black lines through everything. But anyway, continue. No. And, you know, the movie was basically about a, uh, a stockbroker and I was going to play his, uh, his uh, best friend stockbroker who gives him the inside trading advice for him to make this huge sum of money and then go to the feds and, you know, get him turned in. So, he, t- you know, I'm, I meet with him, and usually I'm the only black dude that meets on him. And um, <laughs> he goes, so, you know, I go down to Wall Street all the time, and I never see any, uh, you know, brothers working on the floor. And I go, all right. He goes, you know, why do you think that is? Do you think they're not smart enough to be stockbrokers? Or do you think they just can't cut it? Oh, my. Wow. So he just, so he's like, he sees you as a keyboard. This is starting to push some buttons. Just to see, just to F with you. Just see okay, right. sorry. Please continue. Right. Exactly. So I was like, yo, I know a bunch of them. And usually they're not on the floor because they're corporate, because they have to be the best of the best. So the company snatch them up and they don't have to do grunt work like work in a stock market floor. But I can introduce you to some. And he goes, oh, yeah, yeah. Needless to say, I didn't get the job. Oh, really? Because you just murdered death, killed him, just right in front, and just laid him to rest. And then he should have been like, oh, okay. Like, uh, yeah. yeah, I was trying yeah. to this dude, and he came out with But that's what that combine is. All it is is they're, you know, they ask you stuff to see how you'll respond. Because you don't want some knucklehead on your team. Because you're going to be asked and said much worse stuff to in the locker room. Right. You know, that's true. You know how it is when you play sports. Like, the locker room is bananas. Yeah. You and know? it's like a free-for-all. Everything, like, nothing is off limits yeah. in the locker room. Yeah. So, you know, they want to see how you're going to respond. I just feel like it's it's like they're taking advantage of these kids, though. Like, you know, they have no power in that situation. None. And they and they really, it's like an audition. They have to kind of put on like a fake version of themselves in order to be liked and then to be considered to get this job. But then, you know, I, I wonder like, you know, if that kid is drafted or does get a contract later on, has a little bit more power if they... I'd love to hear a story where a guy's like, hey, remember you asked me that, blah, blah, blah. Now I'm the, you know, now I'm the, free, now I'm the receiver with 1,500 yards and just put him in a freaking chokehold. Like, I remember this. Shit. What'd you say about my mama? What'd you say right? about my mama? Yeah, right, ask me about, right. you know, about killing someone. Like, I just haven't figured out where to bury your body. That's, um, so, uh, okay, so on, in Triple Nine, you were working with uh, Casey Affleck. Yeah. His brother, Ben Affleck, is in uh, the new Batman, Batman, Batman right. versus Superman. Right. How much of a rivalry is there between the DC guys and the Marvel guys? There's no rivalry at all. I mean, to be honest, I. Well, what I, about like in the what are they, like in the numbers? Like when the, 
you know, Deadpool just like a huge box office smash. Uh, and Avengers, you guys make every movie's a billion dollars. Right, right. And that's that's why I'm saying there's no rivalry. <laughs> yes, there's yeah. like there's a rivalry if you weren't making money and I was making money. <laughs> right, right. But since we both making money, there's no rivalry. And <laughs> let's not forget, I was the first person to come out and say that Ben Affleck is gonna be a dope Batman. Were you? Yeah, I was the first person to say because we did a movie together uh, called Runner Runner, right? And uh, I never saw the one. My right apologies. After, right after Runner Runner. Oh, no, I did Runner, in, the, in the Caribbean. Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. yes, yes, yes. That's right. So yeah, right you're after, a smooth. <laughs> that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right after we shot that was when he went to start Batman. Ah. Oh. And everybody was like, "So what do you think? I this? I think he's going to be bad. Why would they cast Ben Affleck?" So I'm like, "There's no, there's no rivalry. There's no beef at all. I think he's going to be a dope Batman." Okay, okay. I just want, I wonder, you know, because like there's, I don't, I don't know if comic book fans are separated, like DC fans and Marvel fans are probably more Marvel fans because I think there are like more titles, but I just wonder how that is for the actors. No, not at all. And the weird thing is what's so funny, it's like, you know, it's, it's, it's their own thing. Like the movies are so different. The styles are so different. Like you can just narrow it down to Batman and Tony. I mean, to Batman and Tony Stark. Mm. Like Tony Stark is a trillionaire playboy who loves life and has a great time every time. He, yeah, he does. Yeah. Batman is a trillionaire uh, philanthropist who has a very dark past. And he's very, very under and, and dark. And he's tortured. He's and, so tortured. Yeah. And that's the complete difference of the two universes. Yeah. You know what I mean? Last thing, I know you I know you gotta go. Uh you were mentioning um in this interview with Patrick Patterson that I was totally creeping on, um, <laughs> about not going to the Oscars. Right. Uh, but it, but when, as soon as you said that, it reminded me, I remember seeing you on stage right. when the Hurt Locker won right. and you, you and Renner were just like, you guys oh, yeah. were so hyped, we were obviously, cause you were such an underdog. Great movie. Catherine Bigelow wins for right. uh, best director. You guys won, I don't know, five best or six, yeah, yeah, yeah. five or six Oscars and you guys nine. Are, we won nine, nine? nine. excuse we me. Thank you. Appreciate do you, it. do you call, do you call Renner Renner? Uh, first of all, because I know I've read in other things he calls him, he refers to himself in the third person. He does. Which I find he is, does, so which is bananas. <laughs> it's bananas. It's he's he's bananas. But uh, the question I have for you is: You guys win Best Picture, okay? Right. So that night you're going to any party you any want, any party, and you could pretty much do anything you want for the next 48, 72 hours. I imagine forty eight hours because it's hot. Because everywhere you show up, literally, Elton John and Madonna has a party. Have a party every Oscars, like this huge mansion. They get like her manager's mansion and throw a crazy party. Can't get in. VI, like real VIP, not like I'm going to buy a bottle and get in VIP, <laughs> like real <laughs> VIP, yeah. right? So I'm like, I want to go to Madonna's party. And they're like, well, we don't have an invite. I'm like, I got this little gold. <laughs> so literally, you got to, you got to, you had a statue. Like I, I jacked my man because like Catherine Bigelow had like three of them. So I was like, Catherine, let me borrow that and I'm gonna give it back to you in two days. And she goes, fine. So we That's roll incredible. up. We roll up to Madonna's party and they go, Are you on the list? I roll down the window and I stick the Oscar out and they go. Right there at the top, so thank you. <laughs> that is such like, a baller yeah, move. Boss ass. <laughs> boss that was ass. A, that's a boss move. Like Rick Ross <laughs> imagines he can rhyme that kind of in his, in his verses. Same with Jay-Z. Like, that is such a boss move. Wow. So, okay, so what was that party like? It was Like unicorns, lady pyramids? It like was pretty much unicorns and lady pyramids and, like, fudge uh, rainfalls. It oh, was bananas. Wow. It was by far the coolest 
Yeah, it was a do- it was a dope party. Listen, Anthony, I hope that now that we've established a relationship, and I hope that we build on it in the future. And when you win an Oscar for Best Actor, Best Supporting Actor. I hope that we are we have such a close bond where you refer to me as Richards because that's my last name, and I can refer to you as Mackie. Then I just want to be in that car too and be like, oh yeah, talk to my man. And yeah. then you just roll down the other window and you just Bing. just hold your Oscar out the window. I look forward to one of those nights. Definitely, my man. Thank you so much for being on Cabby Presents. Appreciate it. Thank you for listening to Anthony Mackie on the Subway Fresh Take Hotline. This was Cabbie Presents, the podcast. Oh, yeah.